1: I'm this one. Come on, David, sing it. He showered down his love from heaven up above.
2: He's dying on Calvary just to save you and me. And when I think about the things he's done and where he has brought
3: Welcome to the virtual worship experience live at the Salem Baptist Church, where Reverend Dr. Selwyn Q Bacchus is our senior pastor. As we enter into a time of worship on today, be mindful that in order to please God in your worship, you must have clean hands, a pure heart, and a teachable spirit. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you for this day and this hour. We thank you, O oh God, for allowing us this opportunity to gather wherever we may be to praise you in spirit and in truth bless everything that we say and do that it gives your name all honor glory and praise and as you do these things for us oh god we'll be ever so careful to give you all of the honor all of the glory and all of the praise this is your servant's prayer in jesus name we pray amen We will now go further in worship with music from our ministry and fine arts ministry. We prepare our hearts and minds for prayer on today. We want you to be mindful of all of our elected officials, those serving at the federal, state, and local level, and all of our military personnel. Those that are hospitalized this week, infant Clementine Nielsen Jackson, and Sister Mary Armour. Those that stand in the need of additional prayer this week, Sister Martha Hartnett. Sister Kathy Stewart, Sister Michelle Torrance, Brother Brandon Cole, Brother Walter Goodwin, Brother James McNair, Reverend Eulish Moore, Brother Frank Stewart Sr., Brother Najee Turley, Brother Murphy Walker. Then there are those that stand in the need of prayer due to the loss of a loved one. Brother Brian and Sister Donna Surratt in the loss of his father George Surratt Sr. Deacon Ed and Sister Regina Williams in the loss of her brother Jerry Jones, Johnson. Jerry Johnson, I'm sorry. Brother Lonnie Burris in the loss of his aunt Bernice Crawford Bush. Funeral services will be held in Indianapolis, Indiana, Sister Anita Jones, in the loss of her nephew Dwayne Hoskins, funeral services were held on yesterday. Sister Alicia Brahma, in the loss of her mother Deborah Jackson, funeral services will be held on this coming Tuesday, June fifteenth at 11 o'clock a.m from the Ain Street Rotor Mortuary location. And Sister Tyra Evans and Brother Stephen Evans in the loss of their father and grandfather, Leon Wilson. Funeral arrangements are pending at this time. Let us go to the Lord now in prayer. when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for you and me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank God for saving you and me. It's yet another day, God, that you have given us on this earth another day to press our way towards your high calling. God, and each and every day that you give us, we come to realize that although we've not attained it yet, the reason we press our way is because when we press our way, it reminds us of how much we need you, how much we lean and depend on you for our soul salvation. We thank you God for the mysteries of life that you provide for us each and every day. Mysteries that remind us that you hold the power of the world in the palm of your hand. Help us to realize oh God that even in the simple things of life your power reigns supreme even when we don't understand God you are there to soothe our spirits and ease our minds and calm our fears you are a blessing to those who know you and those that don't and we thank you God for the church of Jesus Christ That was given to us to be a blessing to those that know you're not in the pardoning of their sin. To be the connection between the evil that we do and the life giving that you provide. Thank you, God, for your church the place that we can come and work out our soul's salvation in fear and trembling, knowing that as we press our way towards your high calling, you will be pleased with the work that we do. And even though these are some tumultuous times, God, there's still healing in the palm of your hand. There's still joy in knowing you in the pardoning of our sin. There's still peace that surpasses all human understanding. And so we thank you, God, for this time in salvation history. For we don't know if tomorrow will be ours. But on today, God, we're going to give you everything we have to let you know that we love you. Because of all that you do in our lives. Now, bless this, our congregation, those that are sick and are shut in list, those who are in churches all across this universe. Bless us, God, as only you can. Bless the shepherd of this house, the one who shall break the bread of life that we may have. Uh, The assurance that you are with us, even in troubling times. Keep us in your care. And as you do these things for us, O God, as we've said before, we'll always be careful to give your name all of the honor, all of the glory, and all of the praise. For you are worthy of our praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray, and for his sake alone we pray. Let us all say together, wherever you are, Amen, Amen, and Amen.
4: We thank you so much for joining us in worship as we are here in the sanctuary of the salem church and you are in the virtual sanctuary of the salem church wherever you might be we are grateful for each and every one of you Uh, we are blessed that we've had uh, on this last week another successful vaccination event on wednesday here on the campus of the salem church and we are grateful for our community partners douglas county health department Nebraska Medicine that we were able to serve our community and give a life-giving and life-saving vaccination and we are grateful. We continue to thank you for your patience and your prayers as we look forward to returning to in-person worship. Every day it gets a little bit closer. Uh, You can uh, look at some of the things that we've worked out on our website and on our social media platforms as we prepare uh, to return to worship and we look forward again it is a new normal things will not be as they were but we thank you for your patience and your understanding we invite uh, you each week to view our word for your walk broadcast at 1:30 p.m. on the cw network again that's 1 p.m on the CW Network, our Word for Your Walk broadcast that allows us to share the worship experience and the gospel of Jesus Christ not only with the Salem Church but with our community at large. Again, that's each Sunday at 1.30 p.m. on the CW Network. We ask you as well to please fill out the survey that's available on our website at SalemBC.org. We want to hear your voice we want to hear your thoughts and your perspective on our return to in-person worship again we want to hear your voice survey only takes a few minutes we're asking you to fill it out as soon as possible we thank you for your continued giving your continued stewardship we remind you each time we share there are various platforms by which You can give your tithe and offering. You can mail them here to the church. Salem Baptist Church, 3131 Lake Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68111. Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can drop them off here at the church just outside the administrative office. There is a secure tithe and offering box as well. You can give online through our website at SalemBC.org through PayPal, through Cash App, through Venmo, through Givelify, and you can text to give at 402-543-3316. Again, that's 402-543-3316. We thank you for your continued stewardship, your continued faithfulness, your continued commitment to the support of the ministry of the Salem Baptist Church. Again, each day we move closer Uh, to uh, in-person worship. We are not rushing back in. Uh, There are still some unknowns that we are trying to calculate and take into account, Uh, but we want you to know that we're moving closer day by day. We're going to ask our music and fine arts ministry to come at this time and lead us further in worship. going to ask that you would turn with us in your Bibles, on your tablets, whatever devices you might be using at this time to the Old Testament to the book of First Samuel. We were here reading your hearing a few verses beginning at 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 34 and we will use a good portion of 1 Samuel 16 in uh, the sermonic presentation, beginning at 1 Samuel 15, 34, the word of God reads, then Samuel went up to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house at Gibeah of Saul, and Samuel went no more to see Saul until the day of his death, Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul, and the Lord regretted that he had made Saul king over Israel. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I'm sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. The Lord's word is blessed. We'll talk today for a few minutes by the help of God and the Holy Spirit from this simple subject, divine assignment, divine assignment. I knew I was going to be preaching about assignments on today. It reminded me initially of the couple of years that I taught school, and how my students would dread to hear me announce, this is your assignment for today, and this is your homework assignment that's due on tomorrow. I'm so glad I could not hear what they were thinking in their minds. However, that's not the kind of assignment I was thinking about. I was thinking of an assignment that is, by definition, a task or piece of work assigned to someone as part of a job or a course of study, the allocation of a job or task to someone. The task or post to which one has been appointed that caused me to immediately think of many who have been a part of the congregations I have led, especially in Dayton, Ohio, where just a few miles away from the Shiloh Baptist Church where I served, where many of them were assigned to the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base course, those who are a part of the Salem Baptist Church here in Omaha, Nebraska, where many of our congregants have been assigned to the Offutt Air Force Base in Bellevue, Nebraska, just south of Omaha. And since I've never served in the military and never had that kind of assignment, I figured I would call one of my Resources who had served our country faithfully and honorably retired to understand the nature of a military assignment. I shared with him, I have a few simple, straightforward, and elementary questions concerning a military assignment. He replied, No problem, Pastor. My time is your time. So I asked him, When it comes to a military assignment, do you have any input on your next assignment? Well, he said, Pastor, you can make a request about your next assignment. And I said, Okay, but ultimately, your superior has the final and conclusive authority on what your next assignment will be. He said to a great degree, that's true. He said your superior will likely take into account your request, but at the end of the day, she or he has the final say. Well, you know, I was shouting in my spirit at this point because of the spiritual implications that apply to us on today. And then he really shouted me. He said, one more thing, pastor. Any person who has served in the Air Force, the Army, the Navy, or the Marines knows that the needs of the branch of the military in which they serve always exceeds your personal desire for your next assignment. So even if you have in your mind your dream assignment, if the military needs you somewhere else, it overrides your desire. Now when I got off the phone with this gentleman, I almost ran around my office because of the spiritual implications and applications. You see, many of us have our desired assignment in life. And yet, we must understand that our superior, the Lord himself, has the last word. There are some things we want to do, some places we want to go, some people we think we want to be, and some assignments we want to fulfill on our own. And yet, our superior, The Lord himself has the last word on our assignment. And furthermore, whatever we desire for our assignment, he has the authority, the power, and the right to declare that the needs of the kingdom outweigh our own desire. And child of God, you've been trying to do it your way. Decide the direction of your own next assignment. You've been trying to determine your own destiny. You've been trying to control your own providence and purpose, and that's why it has not been prosperous or pro- profitable or productive. Oh, but somebody who's listening or watching right now, I need to tell you: submit to the Lord's yeah. assignment. Submit to the Lord's plan. Submit to the Lord's appointment, and he will bless you beyond measure. That's why I love what the prophet Jeremiah says to the children of Israel while they're in Babylonian captivity as as it's recorded in the New International Version of the Bible in Jeremiah Chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. You see, when we submit to the assignment the Lord has for us, life will be much smoother. Our days will be much brighter and our future will be more Successful. We notice some things about divine assignments in this text and the surrounding text that we share on today about our divine assignments in life. Now we have to take into account the larger context of what's going on in this text. The Lord had delivered the children of Israel from Egyptian slavery earlier in their history. He delivered them into the land he had promised to their forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the Lord had warned the children of Israel as they entered the promised land. Do not give in to the temptation of seeking to be like the countries and kingdoms that surround you. He says to them, I am your sovereign. I am your sovereign. Your ruler. I am your leader. Now, of course, at times I will use human beings to lead and direct you, but I, the Lord said, am your king. Over a period of time, the Lord uses judges to judge, lead, and direct his people, and yet we know how it is. When we see something someone else has, we want it as well so the children of Israel go to Samuel who was priest prophet and judge and they say to him you're old and your sons who would likely follow you are ungodly and wicked and Israel declares to Samuel we want a king like the kingdoms and countries and nations that surround us Samuel warns them against this request. And then Samuel goes to the Lord frustrated, aggravated, and offended. And he shares Israel's request for a king with the Lord. And the Lord observes Samuel's demeanor and anger and says to Samuel, the people have not rejected you. They have rejected me as their delivering, protecting, and conquering king. And the Lord does what he often does, even for us. He consents to grant their request even though he knows it's not best for them. Samuel even warns the people that a king will take advantage of them and their families, and yet they continue to ask for an earthly king like the nations and kingdoms that surround them. Samuel is then instructed by the Lord to anoint Saul, the son of Kish, from the tribe of Benjamin as the first king of Israel. Saul, the Bible tells us, was physically head and shoulders above all of his countrymen. Saul, the Bible says, was assigned initially by the Lord and anointed by the prophet Samuel as the first king of Israel. The Lord gave Israel what they desired. He gave them a king. Yet this king would not bear the crown well. First Samuel chapter thirteen, Saul became impatient Because Samuel had not arrived when Saul believed he should, and so he decided to offer the burnt offering and peace offering. This was clearly the responsibility of the prophet Samuel. Samuel rebukes Saul, and it says this in 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 13 and 14. Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly. You've not kept the commandment of the Lord your God which he commanded you for now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever but now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart and the Lord has commanded him to be commander over his people because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. And then in the opening verses of 1 Samuel chapter 15, Samuel instructs King Saul to destroy the nation of Amalek. And he instructs Saul, it is to be an utter destruction. No one and no thing shall be spared. And in defiance of those instructions, Saul spares the king of Amalek and he spares the most valuable of the livestock. This disobedience caused the Lord great grief. Listen to what's said in 1 Samuel chapter 15 verses 10 and 11. Now the word of the Lord came to Samuel saying, I greatly regret that I have set up Saul as king, for he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried out to the Lord all night. This brings us to the portion of Scripture we observe on today. Because just as Saul was assigned as the first king of Israel, Because of his insolence, his audacity and disrespect through an unlawful sacrifice and because of his disobedience, defiance and disregard when it came to the Lord's commands and instructions related to his attack on Amalek. He may still have the title, but he no longer has the assignment. The assignment as the next king of Israel. Is about to be designated and delegated, and that assignment is going to be conferred upon David. So as we look at this divine assignment, we notice this. Only the Lord can prepare for a divine assignment. Only the Lord can prepare for a divine assignment. The Lord has already said he was going to replace Saul as king with a man after his own heart, which clearly identifies the fact that Saul was no longer after the Lord's heart. And so the Lord begins to prepare for the divine assignment of David. He begins through the prophet Samuel to put things in order for this divine assignment to be put in place. Notice verses 1 and 2 of 1 Samuel chapter 16. It says, Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I'm sending you to Jesse the Bethlehemite. I have provided myself a king among his sons. And Samuel said, how can I go if Saul hears that he will kill me? But the Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. The Lord says to Samuel in so many words, you got to get over this. I'm through with Saul. It's a done deal. That door is shut and that season has passed. I need you, Samuel, to move on because I have some responsibilities I need for you to carry out to continue the kingdom. I've already provided and prepared a king from the house of Jesse, the Bethlehemite. Lord says to Samuel in so many words, this may have caught you by surprise, but I'm always prepared for my next move. Samuel shares a valid, rational, and reasonable concern. Samuel says to the Lord, if Saul hears that I'm going to Bethlehem, he will take my life. And the Lord responds, I've I've already prepared for that. When you go to Bethlehem, tell them what's necessary and tell them what's true. I'm going to Bethlehem to sacrifice to the Lord. The Lord had already prepared the plan for this divine assignment to be carried out. You see, when it's a divine assignment, The Lord will prepare and put the people, places, and things necessary in place to bring it to pass. Now, we have to notice something in the text on today. We have to go back to verses 34 and 35 of 1 Samuel chapter 15 and move forward to verses 1 and 2 of chapter 16. Listen again to the text. Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house at Gibeah of Saul. And Samuel went no more to see Saul until the days of his death. Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul, and the Lord regretted that he had made Saul king over Israel. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, saying I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. And Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears it, he will kill me. But the Lord Said, take a heifer with you, and say, "I've come to sacrifice to the Lord." The Bible says that Samuel initially goes to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house at Gibeah of Saul. George G. Baldwin in the Tyndale, Tyndale uh, Old Testament commentaries on First and Second Samuel says. Summarizing previous 20th century archaeological excavations of Tel El-Ful, which is ancient Gibeah, it suggests that Saul by this time lived in a large rectangular fortress that had a defensive tower at one corner. So King Saul returns to his fortress, but the prophet Samuel is prepared to go to Bethlehem where the shepherd David is. You see, when it's a divine assignment, no matter where you are, the Lord can find you. He will prepare what's necessary to fulfill the divine assignment. So don't worry where you are right now. The Lord is preparing. No matter what you're experiencing right now, the Lord is preparing. No matter how you're toiling in obscurity and anonymity, the Lord is preparing right now. Because if it's a divine assignment, only the Lord can prepare for it to be fulfilled. It would seem as if it would have been fulfilled at Saul's fortress, but it was going to be fulfilled at a shepherd's house in Bethlehem. So only the Lord can prepare for a divine assignment. But understand this as well. Man's assessment does not negate the Lord's divine assignment. Man's assessment does not negate the Lord's divine assignment. Samuel arrives at Jesse's house and begins his responsibility of assigning and anointing the next king of Israel. But his perspective does not necessarily Align with the Lord's perspective and perception. Samuel is making a human assessment when the Lord is making a divine assessment. Listen to the text beginning around verse 5. The Word of God says, And he said, Peaceably, peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me. To the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. So it was when they came that he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then uh, Jesse made Shammah pass by, and he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel, and Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. Samuel said to Jesse, Are all the young men here? Then he said, There remains yet the youngest. There he is keeping the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, send and bring him for we will not sit down till he comes here. Now understand, David's brothers looked the part, but David was the part. Child of God, I want you to know no matter what the world says about you, No matter what the world thinks about you, and no matter what the world believes about you, it does not negate the Lord's divine assignment for your life. Someone watching or listening on today, you are a testimony of that principle. Everyone said you would be nothing, but look at you now. Others said you wouldn't go anywhere. But look at you now. Some said you would not make it, but look at you now. Some said you would not succeed, but look at you now. Some said you just simply wouldn't make it out of your circumstances, but look at you now. Because I want to remind you, the Lord has the last word and what the world looks at, God doesn't pay attention to. You see, the world may see you as you are, but the Lord sees you as what you can be. So yes, only the Lord can prepare for a divine assignment. Man's assessment does not negate the Lord's divine assignment. And Last but not least, delay does not disqualify you from your divine assignment. delay does not disqualify you from your divine assignment. Notice in the prior point of emphasis, David's anointing and assignment are delayed. It's delayed because they march seven of David's brothers before the prophet assured that one of them would be assigned as the next king of Israel. Yet, as the text tells us, none of them were the one. All the while, David is faithfully tending his father's sheep. You see, the Lord saw that if David would faithfully fulfill such an humble and unassuming assignment as attending his father's sheep, surely he would faithfully fulfill his assignment as king. And yet it was delayed as they paraded his brothers before the prophet Samuel. But understand, that delay did not disqualify him from his divine assignment. Look at the word of God beginning around verse 10. Thus Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel, and Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen these. Samuel said to Jesse, are all the young men here then he said there remains yet the youngest and there he is keeping the sheep Samuel said to Jesse send and bring him for we will sit we will not sit down till he comes here so he sent and brought him in now he was ruddy with beautiful uh, bright eyes and good looking and listen to what the text says and the Lord says Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. His assignment and his anointing were were delayed because they were marching his other brothers in front of the prophet Samuel, because they looked as if they should have been a king. But the delay did not disqualify him from his anointing and his assignment. No matter how long he had to wait, he still received his anointing and his divine assignment. Someone listening or watching right now I want to say to you that the delay of your divine assignment, the delay of your anointing, it does not disqualify you from the divine assignment that the Lord has for you. You you may have to wait for a while, and you may grow impatient in your waiting, but I'm telling you, you need to wait on the Lord. Because the delay does not disqualify you from your divine assignment. Because if the Lord has something for you, it is for you. The, the songwriter says, I I know without a doubt that he will bring me out. What God has for me, it is for me. And so I want to tell you uh, this Sunday morning that uh, don't let the delay frustrate you. And uh, don't let the delay cause you to give in. Uh, because uh, the delay does not disqualify you from your divine uh, assignment. Uh Yes, Lord, uh, the old saints would say uh, he may uh, not come uh, when you want him to come. Uh Uh-huh but I know I I know uh, he's always on time. Uh Uh-huh, so hold on uh, and hang in there because the delay does not disqualify you uh, from your divine uh, assignment. Yes, Lord, if the Lord uh, is going to use you, uh it may may, uh, not be today or tomorrow. But yes, Lord, you need, you need to live on the Lord's calendar instead of your own calendar. Do I have a witness? I'm simply trying to tell you that delay does not disqualify you from your divine assignment. Do I have a witness? And uh, the Bible says uh, that Samuel uh, anoints David, uh, and his spirit changed uh, from that day going forward. uh, And I want to tell someone. who's listening or watching on the day uh, when the lord uh, anoints you uh, and when he assigns you uh, your life uh, will never be the same Uh, do i have a witness Uh, the old saints would say uh, i looked at my hands and they look newer. I looked at my feet and they look newer. I'm trying to tell you, my God is more than able to give you your divine assignment. Yes, Lord. And when He gives you your divine assignment, you need to say, like the old songwriter would say use me lord in your service draw me nearer every day lord i'm willing to run all the way if i falter while i'm trying don't get angry uh, just let me stay uh, oh lord uh, i'm willing uh, to
5: run all the way uh, pain by heartache
4: scorned by loved ones uh, just a little sunshine uh, every now and then uh, there are mountains So hard to climb, but I promise I'll keep on climbing if you're lonely, let me stay. Oh, Lord, I'm willing to run all the way. Is there anybody here? I said, is there anybody here? Is
5: there anybody here who will tell the Lord, uh, when I receive my assignment, uh, I'll run all the way. Use me, Lord. Yeah, use me. Yeah. Use me to your glory. Use me to your praise. Use me to your worship. Because you were there. Were there. Were there. Yeah. Oh, were there. Yeah. Oh. Hey!
4: of the church open the invitation is extended even now we want you to understand there is a divine assignment for your life and the Lord wants to fulfill it but he can only fulfill it if you give your life to him You accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. The Bible reminds us, especially in Romans chapter 10, that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died for the sins of the world, God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And so, if you want to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior so that you can receive your divine assignment, why don't you call us here at the Salem Church at 402 455 1000, option three? Someone is waiting to hear your voice right now. Or if you've accepted the Lord and you're on the way to fulfilling your divine assignment, but you don't have a church home or church family, why don't you call us here at the Salem Church, 402-45-1000, option three, so that you can be a part of the Lord's church here at the Salem Baptist Church. However you come, you ought to give your life to the Lord on today. Come to Jesus even now. We pray that you have made a decision on today to give your life to the Lord, or to become a part of the Salem Church. We pray that this worship experience has been a blessing to you on today, and will give you strength for your journey. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Again, Lord, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for the divine assignment that only you can prepare. And Lord, as we move into this work week, we pray your blessings, your presence, your comfort, and your power. And now, unto Him who's able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before His glory with exceeding great joy, to the only wise God be glory dominion and power both now and forever, and the people of God all across this city, all across this state, all across the country, and all across the world, said together, amen, amen, and amen. And we yet believe the best season of your life is just ahead.